With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Hello, everyone. This is Maisha Avery, and good afternoon on this beautiful Saturday. I feel like it has been a long time. Um, since I have done a show on Life Coach Radio Network, um, it has not been that long. Um, I had some things that were going on, and I had to um, just alter my actual schedule. Um, but I wanted to let you all know ahead of time that my shows, and then we'll get into everything else, um, my shows will be on the first Saturday of the month, and I will be doing my shows for some time for one Saturday per month. Um, before my shows were every first and third Saturday of the month. Now they will be every first Saturday of the month. And I am looking forward to them being at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time each time that I do them. But we'll get into all of that later. But I just wanted to say that I am happy. I am so happy to somewhat be back with you all and just speak about, you know, living a healthier lifestyle and educating, inspiring, and motivating to do so. So let's get into a little bit about who I am and what it is that I do, because I know that um, there are some individuals that always may listen to my shows or that may tune in thereafter, and they may not necessarily know who who I am or what it is that I do. Um, so again, my name is Maisha Avery. I am the CEO and founder of Inspire to Change, where we help educate, inspire, and motivate others to live a healthier lifestyle. Um, my website, and we'll get into all the different social media handles that I have later and how you can reach me, but um, my website is www.inspire2change.co. That is my website. My main um, way that I get my content out to the world is through my blog, um, also through social media, and then we'll get into, you know, the type of clients that I work with and, you know, all of that information. But let's just go ahead and get into today's show, which is entitled, um, You're Messing Up. So this is actually a blog post that I did maybe like a week and a half or so ago, and I just wanted to speak on it. Because number one, when you read the blog, um, it doesn't really give. I wanted to cover the top five mistakes that we make in our healthy lifestyle journey, um, but it doesn't really cover how do we fix them. And these mistakes that I have, I have either observed them in others, whether it has been through my clients or just looking on social media, um, just seeing individuals in person, um, or 
it's been a mixture of that and things that I have actually done or a combination of both um, because they are very, 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 very common. So I just wanted to come to you all today to talk about five common mistakes that we make in our healthy lifestyle journey and how we can fix them. So that's why I named today's show You're Messing Up. So first things first, let's go ahead and get into the first point today of You're Messing Up, um, which will be not having a, not having an idea. And this is a common mistake because a lot of the times, and this is a lot of what I see, I didn't necessarily go through this because, and this is what I teach individuals when I have, when, when I bring others on or they decide they want to work with me as a client. Um, I, you know, talk about, you know, so what got you to this point? I may ask some questions that get them to think. Even if they did not have an idea, within about the first 10 or 15 minutes of our consultation, they'll they'll then begin to have an idea based on the type of questions that I'm asking. Um, and sometimes we may not have an idea because we never really thought about the journey. We just know that we want to change, and that is all. But we don't necessarily have an idea of how we want our journey to look because everyone is so very different. So the number one cause that we, the number one mistake that we make when wanting to live a healthier lifestyle is just simply not having an idea. And when you have a plan, when you do not have a plan, then you're you're sometimes in a nutshell setting yourself up to fail. And so with that, you don't want to, you cannot possibly have your whole journey mapped out in your head because let me tell you, if you have a if you have a set plan of how your journey will look, that can sometimes hinder you in your full potential. But if you don't necessarily have an idea at all, then it's going to take a while to get you going or that can also cause you to fail or hinder you in even starting your healthy lifestyle journey because you just don't have an idea of what you want to do. And so when we speak about having an idea, some things that I talk about is, okay, number one, understanding why you want to make this change. Living a healthier lifestyle is great, and I get it, but why do you want to make this change? So it's important to know your why and let that be a part of your idea because that will keep you focused and motivated, and your why can be something so small or so big, but why do you want to make this change? And that will get you to, you know, get an idea of how you want this to look when you understand why you're even doing it. You know, so just, you know, just understand how to get an idea would be, you know, first, why are you doing this? Another way to get an idea would be, you know, to – Look at others, and I wouldn't say look at others in the term of look at others in the sense of understanding that everyone's journey is very different, and maybe do some study on how did those individuals get to where they are, why did they make the changes that they made, what formed and shaped their you know their decisions to have an idea about their journey, and you don't necessarily do that to you know, imitate their journey. And sometimes you may find an individual that inspires you so much that you want your journey to look like theirs. But not all healthy lifestyle journeys are created equal. Um, there are some individuals that have lost as much weight as I am, that I have 
but our journeys and our wives may be the same, but our journeys have been so completely different. And our journeys have impacted ourselves and others in various different ways. So I'm not stating to look at others as a sense of trying to imitate their actual style, but just to look at others to see, you know, what are the different ways of how a journey can actually look. Because I think that's important because I think a lot of the times, especially when you don't have an idea, um, a lot of times we think that those that live healthy and live a healthier lifestyle, that there's only one way to do it. And I think that it's very important to address that because a lot of us that do live that healthier lifestyle, we know that there's many different ways to accomplish this goal. But we don't take a lot of time to focus on that. We speak to others about living a healthier lifestyle. We just focus on, some of us just focus on, you know, or we just put out unconsciously how we have lived a healthier lifestyle and and what has worked best for us. But we have to understand that everyone is very different. So I always suggest, you know, to look at others and see how their their lifestyle has been. There have been some, for instance, that have changed their lifestyle through becoming vegan. There are some that are still meat eaters. There are some people that, you know, live a healthier lifestyle and they may only eat certain particular type of meats. You know, so everyone is very everyone is very different. Some do it to, you know, build a lot of muscle. Some want to compete and, you know, fitness and things like that. Some just want to live a healthier lifestyle and change their lives just to be able to lose weight, just to be able to live healthier, just to be able to, you know, they may have certain health elements going on, such as diabetes, high blood pressure. They may be doing it. They may be changing their lives around to get off a particular type of medications to help them live. You know, so everyone's, and with that, everyone's journey can look very different. So that's why it goes back to why do you want to change your lifestyle? Not only is it a motivational factor, but number two, it helps you shape your healthy lifestyle. If you're if you're trying to if you're trying to change your life because you are diabetic and there are certain things that you want to get off a particular type of medication or you want to stop using insulin, then your your lifestyle and your journey is going to be very different for someone that is not diabetic. So, you know, that's why you have to understand your why and get an idea of how do I want my journey to look. And when you don't go in with no idea, a lot of times what will happen is, number one, you'll try to create a healthy lifestyle overnight and then you'll flop because you have put no thought process into this and you have not understood go. And I see it so many times, and this is very – that's why I say that I wanted to talk about five common mistakes. I see individuals so many times, or I have clients that come to me and they don't have an idea and they will tell me, I don't know what it is I am doing. Help me. I don't even understand what is going on. And that is perfectly fine understanding. That's why I am in the business that I am in. But this does not mean, this does not take away from the fact that this is a common mistake. And I see it because individuals, when they don't have an idea, when you don't have an idea and you don't have a plan, then you don't necessarily do the legwork to, you know, kind of do what you need to do before you even get started. So they don't research. They don't look at others. They don't try to understand different things. So what happens is that when you don't have a clue, when you don't have an idea, you try to change something around overnight, which is not good and it does not guarantee you longevity when you try to change your lifestyle overnight. That's why we have a lot of what I call the yo-yo effect where, 
we, you know, we don't have an idea and we just wake up one morning with this epiphany of, okay, I need to go to the gym, and then we do that twice a day, and then we don't eat so great or we eat great, and then, you know, we have one bad cheat meal or we don't work out one per day, and then we're back to zero. When you have an idea, it allows you to get a thought process going. It allows you to be able to to work on a plan to live your healthier lifestyle. So that's why I say not having an idea of what you're doing is a sure way to not get anything done at all. In terms of results, whatever your results may be, depending upon your why. So that's why it's all important to, you know, get an idea. But that's the number one most common mistake um, that we make as individuals when, you know, we don't have an idea. And to be honest, going back to, you know, my idea and how I came up with the idea that I have, was something so very simple. And I talked about this on my blog before in terms of how I got started. And I lost 22 pounds on accident. And it was very, it wasn't funny at the time, but at the time I had went through oral surgery, just a little bit of background of my story of how I got started. I had went through oral surgery um, before I even, you know, and prior to that I had tried different things and going back and forth, and I was just like, forget it. So at that time I was my heaviest. But at any rate, I went through oral surgery, and for some time I could not eat. I could not eat solid food. And when I say for some time, this went on for about a month. So, therefore, I was on a lot of um, a juice diet. I was on a lot of smoothies, um, applesauce, a lot of berries. For, for about a week or so outside of that month, I was just on a liquid diet. I couldn't chew anything. I couldn't have anything. After that week, I moved to a soft food. After about the week and a half, I moved to a soft food diet. And these were under the instructions of the oral surgeon because I had major oral surgery. And then shortly thereafter, I had to get my braces applied. So then I was back to the point where about two weeks in, I had to have braces applied. So then I was back to the point where I'm still recovering from surgery. I still had stitches at the time. And then now I have braces. And for anyone that has had braces, you know that that alters your eating habits completely. So then I had to deal with that, not being able to eat how I used to eat or how I was accustomed to eating, because now I have braces. So that cut out a lot of the bad eating habits that I had with having braces, because you can't eat a lot of things. You can't eat a lot of hard chips. You can't eat a lot of hard candy. You can't. So, you know, that eliminates a lot of bad food choices, to be honest. So all in all, within a month, going through all of that transitioning, I had discovered that I lost 22 pounds. So that's why I said I lost 22 pounds on accident. And so I noticed a major change in my body by just losing 22 pounds. So then it hit me. And I knew that because of my degree and all of that, and we'll get into that later, that if I wanted to maintain this weight loss, I had to begin to live a healthier lifestyle. And what I meant was that I had to increase my physical activity and I had to eat better. And so then I already knew that at the time prior to my journey, I had already had a battle with high blood pressure. I was never placed on medication, but my doctor was pleading with me to change my lifestyle. So now I have two things going on here. I've already lost weight on accident, and I liked how I looked. And then I knew that I had high blood pressure, and I knew that the only way that I could, number one, get rid of one and maintain the other, and at that point in time when I say maintain, because I didn't have I didn't have a thought to lose any more weight. I was okay where I was. 
because I had never been, I had never been a small frame or anything like that type of girl so that I had went through in the process. I never lost a massive amount of weight, so I didn't think that it was possible. So I didn't have a, I didn't have necessarily a, a, a actual number in my head of how much pounds I wanted to lose. But I did know that if I wanted to get rid of having high blood pressure and I wanted to maintain that weight loss, it was going to be all in actually, number one, what I consumed. And then number two, I needed to be also to be able to maintain, I needed to be able to increase my physical activity. So, okay, so then I went from there and starting that journey. So I didn't have an idea of how one of my journeys looked, but I had, I had, I didn't have a plan as far as how I wanted my journey to look. But, number one, I did gain an idea of, number one, why are you doing this? And, number two, what are you trying to achieve? And then, number three, what are you going to do to execute this idea? So that was me in a nutshell. But I do know that when I started, I did not go in without an idea, but I do see that that is common among others. And so that brings me to number two, and I discussed this a little bit in number one of not having an idea, but changing overnight. And this is something, and I almost cringe when I see this because, and I can't reach, my thing is that I can't reach everyone. I feel like I've created a brand, and I'm continuing to create a brand that I hope that speaks to the world. But what I can't do is I can't save everyone. And then sometimes other individuals, they don't reach as well, what you have to say. So with that, when I see things on social media, I see things in the real world. I don't, I don't feel that it's my right to impose on others and how they want to live. But I will say that I see this all the time, and I think it's something that should definitely be addressed. Is you cannot change overnight. When you have put no thought process into wanting to even live a healthier lifestyle journey you you will not, you will plummet. You will be at ground zero. And I'm telling you, this is what I know because I've been there before, and this is what I know after creating this full lifestyle that I have created, and this is what I know now by, you know, within being in my journey and achieving the results that I have and watching others that and, – and, Every time, I can't even say that it's 98%, 99%, but every single time that I've seen someone that has tried to change their lifestyle overnight has failed because it's not possible. You haven't put any thought process into, you know, why am I doing this? What steps should I take to get here? Everything is a process. Even when living a healthier lifestyle, everything takes time, and everything is a process, and you have to start out slow. And once you start out slow, then you can achieve the next step, and you can achieve the next after that. And then within every step, you'll begin to see results. And I think that, you know, others that want to start overnight, they look at those of us that have created this healthy lifestyle journey and especially when, and, and I would say this, I would say one thing. When you see things on social media, even though you have been following a particular person for about two or three years, it does seem that to be that when you're following it on social media, it seems to be that you are like you are watching it and it has happened overnight. Because there are some individuals that I have followed on social media, whether they have been bloggers, whether they have been bloggers, whether they, you know, have extensive brands, 
And I've seen individuals where I followed them for the past three years. Like, for instance, I followed this blogger. And when I say blogger, it's, it's B as in Victor. They're, they do a lot of YouTube videos. So they're not a blogger in terms of myself where I write. So I will say that, and, and I will say that, and I'm going to paint a picture. I follow this particular blogger. She's amazing. I love to watch her. And so I have been following her for about, it's been about, three years now, which was so crazy because I didn't even realize it. And when I started following her, her and her now husband had just begun to date. And then so they had just begun to date. So this is like about within three years' time. And then they moved into dating to getting engaged. And then they get married. And now within like not even two months ago, they've had their first child. And to me, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this has really moved along. But then when I think about it, I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, my gosh, this has not been that quick. It, this has been over the past time frame of three years that I have been following this person. Three years is not overnight. You know, so I get how when we see each other, when we see others on social media, whether it be through their blog platform, whether it be on Facebook, you know, Instagram, you know, any place else, whether it be on YouTube, whether they're a blogger, whether it's through their blog, their website, or any other social media platform, it tends to look like it has happened overnight, but it does not. And so that's why I encourage you all to do not believe that you can change your lifestyle overnight. And that is the number one common mistake that I see. And that could have probably, that could have probably, this is my number two point, but that could have probably been number one to start us off, is that you can't change overnight. So stop trying to. You cannot, especially depending on your age frame, you have lived, you may have lived, we have, may have lived such a, like you got to think about it. I changed my lifestyle when I was, 24-ish, 25-ish. It's been four years for me now, and I'm 28, so maybe about 24. Saying that, by the time I was 24, that means that I have lived 24 years of my life practicing these bad eating habits, habits of not being physically active consistently. Do you think that you can undo 24 years of bad habits overnight? Absolutely not. You can't do it. So. And especially for us as adults because it's a lot harder because we're already set in our ways. A lot of us already have children. A lot of us already have partners. A lot of us already have spouses. A lot of us already may have, you know, have our own, you know, businesses on top of that, working jobs, either going to graduate school or having completed, going to school at this time. You know, a lot of other social activities that take away from, you know, being able to have such the personal life that we want. So you cannot have all of that going on and all these years of bad habits and change them overnight. There's no way in the world to do that. So that would be the number two point is that you cannot change overnight. So that's why you need to work on if you do not have getting an idea. Then number following others, and I talked about this a little bit, and while I – I suggest that you should look at others. As I stated, I did not say that in a in a in a in a mind frame of intem in I did not say that in a mind frame of having a brain freeze there. I did not say that in a in a way to 
you know, imitate how others are living, but just to get an idea of how very different everyone is. And, you know, allow that to somewhat be an inspiration and a motivation to you. But on the other end of that, following others. And so that's a number, that's another common mistake that we make. And I have, I, so I have this brand, and I have a lot of clients that come to me wanting to change their healthier, wanting to change their healthier lifestyle based on how I have motivated and how I have inspired them. And so a lot of times we have our consultation when I'm getting to know who they are. And sometimes I have some clients that I do know them as individuals, whether they have followed, I have, we have followed each other on social media for some time or whether, you know, I have gained clients that I've, that I've um, you know, had the opportunity to work with in a professional setting or what have you. So sometimes I have clients that I know, but then I don't necessarily know why did you come to me. So then we have to break down those things. And so a lot of times we have a consultation. I usually start off by leading by asking questions and, you know, just getting a feel for who they are. And then towards the end they'll ask me questions. And so, you know, a lot of them will follow up with, you know, questions such as, well, how can I do this or how can I do that or I saw you do this and what did you do? And then I have to let them know that, will create a journey for you because, you know, I can tell you how I've gotten to where I am, but you can do those same things and it may not gain, you may not get any results. So, and when I say results, it could either be weight loss, it could either be if they're diabetic and they're trying to get off of medication, it could be that they have high blood pressure. I have dealt with many different clients and some of them have had health issues, some have not. Some have come to me just solely off of the purpose where they needed a consistent plan in terms of eating. Some have came to me where they just need a whole they just need a whole concept of what it is to live healthier. So when I have clients that come to me, they have very different needs. But at any rate, I let them know that, you know, and or they'll tell me, you know, I follow so and so that may be, you know, within the same realm that I am in and I tried this and it didn't work for me. And that is a very valid point. And then now they're coming to me because they want to work with someone one-on-one. And I just have to let them know and encourage them that we're going to create a lifestyle that tailors to your life because everyone's journey is very different. And, you know, like I stated, I've never for once taken away from someone else's journey because I've had to figure out what works for me. And even at times where things have worked for me in the beginning, my body totally rejected, and I had to change my lifestyle and change maybe tweak some things to my eating habits or tweak my workouts or start to become a runner because my body rejected what worked for me in the beginning. So I say that, and I tell my clients all the time, and as and they understand as we go through the process and they have worked with me for a month, then now we have to change something about their lifestyle. So Following others is a very different, you know, it's very different for everyone. And I've seen others that follow others and they want to become a vegan because this person, but that may not work for you. You may want to be a runner and your eating habits may need to look completely different. So following others is a sure way to not get the maximum results that you need because Everyone, number one, again, everyone's lifestyle is different. Everyone's needs are different. So, therefore, everyone has to go about their healthy lifestyle journey different to get the results 
whatever those may be and to achieve the goals that they want. And so then we have the um, next one, which we're on point number four now, being too hard on yourself. And I will say that this has happened to me personally within my journey a few times, actually, and being too hard on yourself because there have been times where I have spent weeks. I haven't I haven't been to the point where I've spent months, but I've spent weeks and I've caught myself. And it's very hard to sometimes catch yourself because we're also our worst critics. So a lot of the times when we're hard on ourselves, it takes us a while to catch it. But, um, and most of the time when I've caught it, it's usually been by way of friends, and they've mentioned it to me and say, you know, hey, you're kind of, you know, hard on yourself. Just back up here. But being too hard on yourself is another common mistake that we make in our journey. Understand that nobody is perfect. For myself, I have lost over 70 pounds and went down several dress sizes, no longer have high blood pressure, and my healthy lifestyle journey is still not perfect. It's not perfect. Just like for me tonight, for instance. I used to, this is, this is a very good example. It used to be a time where I would have a cheat meal, I would have a cupcake, or I would have a donut, and I would be so hard on myself or so disappointed in myself to the point where I would be in tears. Now, now being in this in this lifestyle for almost four years, now I'm to the point where, for instance, this evening I have a friend's birthday dinner that I have to go to, and um, I was looking over their menu because now with them living this healthy lifestyle journey, anytime that I go to anyone's restaurant now, I always look over the menu to, number one, get an idea of what if I've never been before, and I've never been to this particular restaurant before, but just getting an idea of what they have, what type of food they serve, and what can I actually eat there. Because there has been some times where I've been invited to restaurants, and sometimes I can't really even eat anything but off of their appetizer menu. So, you know, so and then I, I actually wanted to go to this restaurant and try it. So it was funny that a friend actually decided to have her birthday dinner here. But at any rate, so getting back to there was a time that I used to be so hard on myself when I would have a cheap meal. I would have, you know, something that wasn't necessarily good for me, and I would be almost in tears because I would be so hard on myself. So then now I have this friend, and um, she's having this birthday dinner. It's actually this evening today. And so I was looking at, I had been looking at their menu when she actually invited me, which has been about two weeks out now. And so I was looking at their menu to see what it is that I could actually eat. And so I said, you know what, it's her birthday. I'm not going to, you know, be picky and choosy and say, oh, no, I only can eat this. I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat. And I have those moments where I will eat whatever I want to eat because I put so much time and so much dedication. I'm so consistent in my healthy lifestyle journey that I don't deprive myself of certain foods, especially when it's at an occasion like this. So I looked, and they, it looks like they have this really good pasta that I want to try. And if you all know me, or if you have read my blog, or if you follow me, you would know that I do not on a consistent basis. I do not. I don't even buy it in my home, but I don't eat pasta. I don't eat bread. I don't eat bad carbs. Um, but at any rate, I was like, you know, hey, I may have either they have a really good um, – burger it looks like that's like a turkey burger or I was deciding between that or pasta but at any rate I'm gonna have something and and that's the and my whole point of that is you know 
when I learned to stop being hard on myself and allow myself. Now, I will not say that every weekend I allow myself to eat what I want to eat or every time that I even go out to dinner that I allow myself to eat whatever I want to eat. But I'm stating at times where I would like to, I'm not so hard on myself to the point where that stops me from enjoying a particular that I would like to have, whether it's a full meal, whether it's a milkshake, whether, you know, it's a donut or whether it's a cookie. And I do everything in moderation. So understand that. Stop being so hard on yourself. No one is perfect. But I will say this, that, you know, in the beginning of your journey, yes, you will need to be hard on yourself in the terms of, you know, creating discipline. But when I say not being, when I say being hard on yourself now, with where we beat ourselves up emotionally or, you know, mentally about, you know, a bad food choice that we have made or, you know, the fact that we didn't decide to run tonight because we want to rest our muscles. It's okay. Don't be so hard on yourself. If you could, whatever you consistently do on a consistent basis, those are the type of results that will show. So, yes, you will need to be hard on yourself if you look up and realize that you were doing so good in your journey and now you have lost 20, now you have gained 20, 40 pounds. Then that's the time to be hard on yourself because that consistently shows what you have been, what you have not been doing or what you have been doing. But if you're consistent in your efforts and everything that you do, don't become hard on yourself when you decide to, you know, do something that you want to do. So that was point number four. Point number five, the last thing that we have is not being flexible. And this is a common mistake that is always, that is always, that is always made. And I had to learn, this was actually something in my healthy lifestyle journey that I had to learn how to do was to become flexible. And when I say not being flexible, because when I first started out, for instance, when I first started out my journey, um, I was never really a big, I would eat beef. I wasn't really a big, no, I'm sorry, let me take that back. I wouldn't eat beef, but I still ate pork. So I still ate, like, regular bacon. I still ate, um, sometimes I would have, like, I would make pork chops and things like that. And maybe, like, once a year or so, I would have a steak. So I would say I wasn't a consistent actual beef eater, but I would say that, you know, I did dibble and dabble at pork and beef. And now I'm to the point where I don't eat it at all. I haven't had it. Um, since I started my journey, um, well, no, I take that back. I've had beef every once in a while, um, you know, within, and I can say within the past four years that I've been within my journey, I could probably state that I have beef maybe about twice before, um, and that's how many times I can count it. But on a consistent basis in my home, I do not buy pork. I do not buy beef. I don't go out and, you know, when I'm eating dinner, if I'm eating out or what have you, that's not my choice of meat. And so most of the time I'm sticking with lean meats, lean vegetables. So with that being stated, um, throughout my journey, I have made many different eating habit changes. And so, and not necessarily because I wanted to, but because I needed to. And so what I will say is that's why I say that this is a common mistake about not being flexible. Because there was a time where, for instance, when I started my journey, so I went over to, so I transitioned myself in the beginning of my journey so I only go to lean meat to seafood. Then I had this idea that I wanted to be vegan. So I was vegan for about a year and a half out of my four-year journey that I had been on. And so within a year and a half of being vegan, with my heavy um, 
physical activity in terms of being a runner, I then had to go back to lean meat because I wasn't getting enough of my protein from elsewhere. And while I could have, at that point in time, and it still is, my life was very busy. Anyone that knows me, I don't like to do a whole lot of unnecessary stuff. And while it wasn't unnecessary, but then I had to make sure, and then I would have had to probably for myself had to measure, you know, how much protein I'm getting for other places, how much I need to double up on a particular, you know, vegetable or bean or what have you to get my protein in, to get sufficient protein in according to my physical activity. And I didn't want to have to do that. I'm just going to be honest. I didn't want to have to do that. So my doctor was saying, you know, well, you really need to, because I was, Complaining about being very tired, um, my iron was very low, and you know, and so my doctor said, "Well, you know, if you're not going to take any type of supplement, if you're not going to make sure that you're getting your protein elsewhere, then I suggest that you go back to at least eating chicken. Chicken has really high protein, and you know, it's still a lean meat; it won't bother you. You know what happens? So then, I had to be guess what? I had to be flexible, and I did not want to go back to eating meat." But I also didn't want to have to go through all the cross-measuring and making sure I get enough protein according to my physical life. So I didn't want to do that. I just want to eat simple, clean, physical activity and go about my life. I have too many other things in life that have to require my ongoing attention. And I didn't want to have to do that with my food or my physical activity because those were things that came natural. By that point in time, those were things that came natural. Those were things that came easy to me. So I didn't want to have to go through everything else. So in a nutshell, I went back to eating lean meat. So as I stated, learn how to be flexible. You may have an idea of how, number one, you may have an idea of how you want your journey to look. You may have planned this journey out, and your body may not agree with what you had in mind. So now you may have to figure out what works for your body And then now you may have had to change some things that you thought were working for you or things that you actually like that fit your lifestyle, and your body is like, no, I don't like that. And your body will tell you in terms of whether you get stuck in a plateau, in terms of whether you actually begin to gain weight, your body image may change. You know, certain things about the way you feel, you may not have as much energy, you may feel sick after you eat. So all of those things, your body will tell you things about your journey, and that's another thing is you should pay attention. But your body will tell you a lot, change it up quick. You have to be able to pay attention to your body, know what you're eating, know what you're doing, and say, okay, my body is not agreeing with this. I have to switch it up. So you have to learn how to, that's the number one thing is not being flexible. Some people are so hard on themselves and so like, I have to have my journey look like this. And their body doesn't like that. And they're not gaining any results from it because their body, your body will completely stop everything that you think that you like. It will not benefit from anything that you're doing when it doesn't like what you're doing. And it may be, a, it may be as simple as a particular food that you like that your body just that's not even digesting it properly. So now you're dealing with bloat. Now you're dealing with other things. So, you know, just learning how to be flexible. So at any rate, those are the five different points that I had here in terms of, um, you know, we are almost coming to our actual minutes that I had here um, for today's show. So let me just recap a little bit of, you know, the five points. So number one would be not having an idea. Number two would be changing overnight. Number three would be following others. Number four will be being too hard on yourself. Number five will be not being flexible. Um, So those are five common mistakes that we make 
and our healthy lifestyle journeys and things that keep us from achieving our maximum results and our maximum goals. So I hope you all have, even if you're listening now or you're tuning in later, um, I hope that this has helped you all. Um, I hope that it has helped you understand that, number one, if you are making any of these mistakes, that you are not the only one. Um, As I stated, these were some mistakes that I came up with just based off of my own personal life and what I have seen in others, whether it's been on social media, in real life, or through clients that I have had. So you're not the only one. So I hope that makes you feel a little bit better about that. And then number two, here are some ways, I hope that I have provided some ways to basically be able to get out of that Um, and to get, you know, away from those, you know, mistakes. So at any rate, um, I wanted to let you all know, again, my website is www.inspire2change.co. Um, where you can find me most on is Instagram, which is underscore inspire2change.co. Um, I am also, Inspire to Change also has a Facebook page, and so Inspire to Change Facebook page is Inspire written out change. So Inspire, the letters T-O written out change. You can also reach me via email, which is info at inspire, the number two change, dot co, not dot com. Um, And so I hope that you all have enjoyed this show today. I look forward to speaking with you all again every first Saturday of the month, and I'm looking for our time to be 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, again, as always, it's been great speaking with you all. If you all tune back in, I hope that you um, like what I have shared with you all today as well as those of you that have listened live. Um, so I hope that you all continue to have a great and beautiful Saturday, and we will talk again, and I will see you all in July. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.